The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to another episode of First Bite. We are back. We are kicking off a very new podcast series where we are getting to know the Detroit Lions free agent signings. But before we get into that, let me introduce myself. I am Jeremy Reisman. I'm the producer over at Pride of Detroit. You can find me at Detroit Online. As always, co-hosting First Bite with me is senior editor of Pride of Detroit at Ryan underscore POD on Twitter. Ryan Matthews is here. How are we doing, man? The sun is out. <laughs> That's right. It's great. <laughs> we we this is this is like a matinee version of this. Uh, we're we're starting at five thirty, which is well earlier than we we normally start these, and we got on time too. So congratulations to the live audience for actually uh, us meeting your expectation. Uh, but this episode, <laughs> I promise you, will supersede your expectations because uh, we are kicking off this series with the Lions' first free agent signing, uh, a guy that they clearly emphasized and prioritized in free agency and gave maybe the biggest contract that they've given to an external uh, signing in, in the Brad Holmes era. We are talking, of course, about Steelers cornerback Cameron Sutton. And to help us get to know Cameron Sutton, we have a very special guest. Uh, it is Nick Fairbaugh, the uh, Steelers beat writer for sports uh, for Steelers now, I should say. Uh, Nick, thank you for joining the show. Yeah, thanks guys for having me on. Excited to talk about Cam. Um, just getting it out of the way, this guy is one of my uh, favorite players from covering the Steelers. So I have a lot of stories and a lot to tell you about him. I think you guys got a good one here. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to get into it because it is the, the signing that I was probably most excited about and, and kind of jaw hit the floor when it actually happened. So um, let, let me hear what your first reaction was when you heard the not only that the Lions had signed him, but the contract terms as well. Yeah, well, the contract terms, I kind of expected Cam to get a nice deal. Yeah. Um, I A lot of people thought that was really expensive for him. They were like, oh, he's going to get eight or nine. I always thought it was between – I actually thought 11 to 15-ish was where he was going to get. He had a really good year. I expected this – this was kind of on the low end of my expected um, contract, but he got a lot of guaranteed money. So that's why yeah. that kind of came up. And the second thought was the Steelers just letting him walk was a really – it was kind of a shocker because I think everyone kind of thought he was going to come back. You know, this is a guy that was loyal to the Steelers for a very long time. He's been there since 2017. Um, and it felt like that they made him a priority. Um, they had started contract negotiations with him very early on as far back as the combine. We had heard that they were already talking money. Um, so it was kind of like, OK, I guess he's going to get re-signed. Uh, and then he did. not uh, In fact, very quickly he did it. And so it was kind of a, a shock. And then obviously the Steelers kind of made their own moves. Patrick Peterson and everything. But uh, that's kind of my first reaction was, man, that is a really good value signing for Detroit. 
And the Steelers really lost a good cornerback that can do a lot of things here. And so I, I think this is a clear move for the for the Lions where they got a guy that they really wanted and they locked them up very well. It wasn't too expensive over a year, um, but that it, that guaranteed money is a lot for for a thirty three million dollar deal. I mean, you're talking twenty two million yeah. guaranteed. Um, so that is a near full guaranteed deal as close you're going to get to a non quarterback. Uh, in this day and age of the NFL. So that's kind of my first reactions to it. And it's kind of interesting too, because I think Peter King was the one who who said it, but that 22 and a half million guaranteed is right up to what the Steelers had paid him over five or six years total. I think he made 23 million with the Steelers and now he gets 22 and a half million guaranteed with the Lions. Yeah, he, he got two years, like nine and a half million when he came back first time and hit free yeah. agency. You know, it was interesting because Cam Sutton, when he first hit free agency, was kind of this guy that, had been a, a big contributor to the Steelers, but not necessarily in a starting capacity. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really know what they had in him, but they knew he was good enough and they wanted him back. So they got him really cheap. And then he starts for two years and plays great both years um, in different roles, um, both years too, which is really fun. And then last year, he really stepped up in a big way and kind of had his his shining season, in my opinion, his best season as an NFL player. So uh, you know, it's kind of weird. Um, he, he's a third round pick out of Tennessee. They got him at great value. He's a guy that's always been kind of there as a smart guy that they have really liked. Um, and so it, it's been a good arc for him. But it's it's very interesting to see him break the bank like this. It's been a long time coming for him. That's all I'll say um, to finally break the bank. It's good for him because he he deserves it as a player. He's really, really, really solid. So with all that being said, Nick, why do you think the Steelers ultimately decided, hey, you know what, go ahead and take that contract to Detroit? Do you think that they weren't interested in in, in matching that money or do you think that they're just entering a different phase in in kind of is it a rebuild in Pittsburgh? Is it a retooling? Like what what's going on over there? Yeah, I think it's a retooling. I think they're looking to do some different things. Um, I, I thought that they I think they wanted Sutton back. I think it was the guaranteed money that got him. I don't think that they wanted to pay $22 million guaranteed. And the Steelers don't guarantee a lot of money. Even look at the T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick deals. A lot of that guaranteed money is not on the back end of the contract. It is on the front end of the contract. And the Steelers like that because it gives them flexibility late in the deal. If they sign Cam Sutton to three years, $33 million with twenty two guaranteed, they are keeping him minimum two years, probably all three. Um, and that's something that they don't like to do. They don't like to lock themselves into long contracts with heavily guaranteed money. Um, so they don't they do not do it a lot. And I think that's what got them. I think Detroit ran up the, the guaranteed money and, it, and the Steelers were like, we can't do that. Um, and they clearly had a lot of plans this offseason based on what they did um, with their offensive line and their defensive line. The Steelers have put so much money in the trenches already this offseason. I think that that was a big thing, and I think that could have helped it. I think they maybe sacrificed Cam Sutton to to get Isaac Samalo and, and to get uh, Larry Ogunjobi back and to get some of these really key guys because I clearly think, you know, Andy Weidel's now with the Steelers from the Eagles. I think that they're following an Eagles model in a lot of ways that they want to kind of build up the trenches and help Kenny Pickett, and I think that's what it is. Um, so I think they really wanted Cam Sutton back. I just think the contract ended up being really rich for their liking. I think Cam Sutton wanted to test the market to see what he could get. And I think he got life-changing money, and I think it's good for for them. Um, and, the, and the Steelers ended up obviously kind of switching gears and going to get a vet like Patrick Peterson. But trust me, I don't think they wanted to lose Cam Sutton. I don't think any of this was related to performance. I don't think any 
Uh, Lions fans should be looking at that and saying, well, why'd they let him walk? I think it was the contract and how it was structured. It just made them really uncomfortable. They don't like to run up that guaranteed money total. And so I think that's ultimately why Cam Sutton left and walked and the Steelers ended up turning to Patrick Peterson. We'll probably draft another one. Well, before we get into him as a player, I want to talk about him as a person because all I hear is is fine, upstanding stuff. He's a he's a really smart person, a really good um, person in the community. So I wonder if you can kind of give us some backstory into who he is as a person, maybe both off the field and and maybe um, who he can be in the locker room. Because I don't know, I I look at the Lions' young secondary and I look at this guy as maybe a potential captain. Yeah, uh, so Cam's interesting. He's a quiet dude. Um, he's not super vocal. You're not gonna see him be rambunctious or or any of that. He's a guy, though, that leads with dignity and leads with fierceness. And what I say by that is he's going to be able to do an interpersonal kind of relationship with any young DB there. He'll pull you aside and tell you this, 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 this. Um, Great community person. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Very mellow. He's a very laid back, chill type of guy. But he's a a get to business type of guy. Um, When it's time to put the pads on, it's time to work. You better be ready to work with Cam Sutton. Um, one of the things that he's always done uh, in the Steelers locker room is he has always kind of taken guys under his wing. Everybody in that secondary has always talked about that. A young DB, it didn't matter if they were a safety or a, or a slot corner or an outside corner. All the young guys are like, well, they called him Unc because he's Uncle Cam. Like, <laughs> that's what he is. He's, he's an old soul. I think that's how I would describe him. He's... Mm-hmm. He's a very old soul, and he's a very mature person, and he's the smartest guy in that room. He's He walks into a room, and he might be the smartest guy in the room. Um, he, he's a leader. He's not a vocal, vocal leader. He's not going to get in front of a team and, and call you out or do anything like that, but he's a personal leader. He'll lead by example. He'll talk to you one-on-one. He'll be your mentor on the side. I think that's what I think about Cam Sutton um, as a person in a locker room, as a person off the field. He's just a great mellow person, a chill person. He'll do just about anything for you if you ask him to do it. Um, so Cam Sutton is is a guy that is the type of personalities that NFL teams look for um, when they are talking about leaders, when they're talking about cornerstones in a locker room. Cam Sutton's been that. He's a role model. He's a guy that sets what you do every day if you are a young player. You look at him and you say, I want to be that guy in the future. And that's kind of what Cam Sutton is. And so everything you heard about him, leader, all of that, Cam Sutton is that. He's not, if you were looking for a super vocal type of leader, a guy that maybe gets in front of a room and will call you out, that's not him. But he's a guy that can be a leader of a of a room and kind of command the presence and the respect. He's the guy that when he talks, everybody in the room stops and listens. That's kind of how I would describe Cam Sutton. So, I mean, w- with all that being said, Nick, I-, I think what is on Lions fans' minds is with the, you know, the overhaul that they've done, especially at cornerback and at outside cornerback and paying a guy, like you said, you know, $22 million guaranteed. Does Cam have the potential to be a number one cornerback on the football field? It sounds like he's incredible in the room. Sounds like he's a really smart, headsy guy who, you know, knows the game of football incredibly well. Does he have the potential to become a number one cornerback? Hey, this is my side of the field. Good luck throwing over here. I think that's the big question with them. He's a really good corner too. But here's always been the thing with Sutton. He's had great IQ. He's been great on the football field. He's got good ball skills. That was his real big thing this year. Five picks, 15 pass deflections. That was awesome. Um, But he has 
never truly been a number one. And why? Because he's not that athletic. And that has been the big thing. He's not a super athletic guy. That's not mean he's not athletic relative to the league. He's an average athlete. He's not an athlete where you're just going to get burned downfield just because he's slow. Like he's not a detrimental athlete, but he's not going to wow your sock, knock your socks off type of athlete. Um, He's never super explosive downhill. He kind of wins through film study and, and his tape um, study. And, and that's kind of how he's always been. Um, Cam Sutton's a cerebral player, but he's not a, he's not an, he doesn't put the cerebral with the athleticism because he doesn't have the native athleticism. And so I think that's the question. But this year, I'll I'll offer this tidbit when I get asked this question. He was thrown into the corner one role this year. He wasn't necessarily expected to be that. In fact, the Steelers expected that to be Akello Witherspoon after he had a great year last year. Well, Akello missed most of the year with a really bad hamstring injury that just kept getting injured and injured. So Cam Sutton stepped up. And he stepped up into the corner one role. And he had to face a lot of good players. We're talking Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, um, just in the division, right? Amari Cooper, um, all these great players, and then other guys like A.J. Brown. Um, He's had to face these guys, and he did a really good job doing it. Now, I don't know if he's consistently going to play at that level, but when I say his best year was last year, it was because he was able to be the Steelers' number one corner. He didn't shut off the entire side of the field, but he was competitive, and he made plays on the football, and he was willing in the run game, and he would come down in the screen game and be willing there. He's going to be a really good corner two. Is he going to be a corner one? I can't guarantee that. I don't think he was even corner one last year, even though he played well. And he certainly gave the Steelers a lot there to work with. Um, but I, I think his athletic limitations still always come back to him just a little bit. He's not sudden enough to, to catch up with that freak athlete that beats him downfield every now and then. He's just not athletic enough to get down and completely get that interception unless he has that great film study. Um, so it's always going to be, I think, just a little bit slower athletically. So don't expect a great athlete athlete with cam sutton but expect a cerebral guy who's going to give you steady play he's very consistent i think that's always been my best my my favorite thing about cam sutton is he's like this um and and when he goes and when he's inconsistent he goes up so he might have a bad game well he's going to bounce back so uh cam sutton is a very consistent player Uh, as a cornerback two level i'm interested to see if he can take that next leap I just look at that athleticism. That was the knock of him coming out of Tennessee. It's kind of been the knock on him his whole career um, in terms of what has lacked the corner one ability. But he makes up for that in other ways. Well, let's talk a little bit about schematics and, and where, where he's most comfortable, because obviously if there's physical limitations, but he's a cerebral player, he probably likes certain things uh, that he can do well. So is he is he better in man? Is he better in zone? Is he a, a press guy? Is he better when he's off coverage? What What is his comfort zone there on the field? Yeah. So when I'm talking about where he makes it up, versatility. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this guy did about eight jobs on the Steelers defense <laughs> over his career. He started off as their dimebacker. So he was their fourth corner. They would bring him in uh, kind of to be a, a do-it-all guy. And if the Steelers dimebacker is interesting because they run that Tomlin Tampa 2 stuff and they mm-hmm. switch Minka down, of course, because he's such a versatile chess piece. So what Cam Sutton would end up doing is, yes, he would be dimebacker in the middle of the field or he would be a slot corner. He would also rotate back to be a deep third safety. He would work free safety. So he's Hey, he could be free safety. He's worked as an overhang in that role. He's worked as that dimebacker. He's been there passing down slot corner. He's been there every down slot corner. He's been there outside corner, both boundary and field side. So what I mean by this is 
He does everything. I mean, there's nothing that Cam Sutton has not done in the secondary outside of strong safety. That's about the only place. But he can rotate you down, and he can really open up a lot of things for your safeties if that's how you want to use him as like a sub-package, do-it-all guy. Uh, He can do that. He can slide inside on third down and play outside on first and second down. That's how the Steelers used him last year. Um, He played – Outside on first and second down and third down, he would be slot or he would be that dimebacker that would rotate back up to the deep third safety. And when I'm talking about rotations, he rotates high. So they will put him down at the line of scrimmage, head up in a slight overhang roll. We're talking maybe seven, seven yards off the ball. Minkle will roll down to the robber roll and he'll go all the way back and collect it. And why he can do that because of his tape study. He's one of the smartest players I have seen at the DB position come through Pittsburgh. Um, so that's kind of where he makes his hay. Now, if we're talking about where he likes it in coverage, I think off man and zone. Um, he's not really super experienced in press. He's done it, but I don't think it's his most comfortable um, kind of phase. Now, I think off man, he's really good because he's he's fluid enough. Uh, he's not super quick, but he's very fluid and he can read it. I think he really likes being in zone, though, because he can just read quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, when he has his eyes on the quarterback is when he's at his most dangerous. He's a ball hawk, so he comes up and makes picks and, and he makes pass deflections. Um, the Steelers had a really cool play that they like to do. They like to do trap coverage, um, five trap that, you know, Asante Sam used to do this back in the day in New England a lot. Steelers did that with, with Cam Sutton. They did it with Joe Hayden for a while. Um, Joe Hayden, we're talking 30-year-old Joe Hayden, so I'm talking <laughs> Grizzly veteran Joe Hayden. Right. Well, Cam Sutton took that over last year when Joe Hayden left. So they 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 trust this guy to do a lot of different things. He does something that I love, and that's that he ad-libs. So he can he might be having to carry the one, but he'll peel off to the two and jump an out route. Like That's the stuff Cam Sutton does. Um, so I think he's most comfortable in zone and off man. He can do press. It's not his most thing. It's not his best thing. He's not. He's not super physical. He's willing to be physical, but that's not really his thing. Um, so I, I would say get him in off man zone. Let him be a chess piece all over the football field, and you have a guy that is very hard to replace because that's been the thing with the Steelers is they've been trying to fill his void because he does three people's jobs in one man, and he's a he's a very versatile player. So. Let him do what he does, and that's be versatile and move all over the football field. And I think he can really be an asset piece kind of wherever you want, depending on matchup. Well, I'm loving all this so far, Nick, and uh, I'll leave Jeremy to talk about maybe what he struggles with the most. I mean, outside of it it really sounds like athletic limitations with Cam Sutton, because it sounds like he, he puts the work in, you know, week in, week out in, you know, in the film room and things like that. So I want to know, what is your favorite, most memorable play of Cam Sutton's career in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's tough because Sutton's had a lot of good plays. Um I, there I, I love his willingness to be physical. Um and by that I mean, you know, he's not he's not super strong. His frame doesn't have a ton of muscle on it, but he's willing to just play physical. And so the Steelers sometimes would allow him to just come down on screens and blow up plays. There's a play last year against the Eagles. It's in it's in absolute garbage time. But Jalen Hurts and the starts are still on the field. AJ Brown's gonna get the screen and he just destroys Zach Pascal, goes right through him and destroys a screen. Uh that's one of my favorite plays from last year. But we're talking about, you know, some of his best plays. Um, I like his ball hawking ability, and that's one of my favorite things. Uh the pick uh against the Raiders has to be up there, right? 24th he comes over the top this one was was one of my favorites because what the Steelers like to do sometimes with an outside corner like Sutton is they they stretch his athletic limitations a little bit I'll I'll say that first of all 
Um, but what they'll do is they'll match kind of if you do an over under, if you do a high low concept, they'll match that and the free safety will come down and the the outside corner will come over top. So they'll kind of mix and match it. And they did it against Derek Carr uh, on that last play. And Sutton was the man that had to rotate all the way over to the top, become a top safety and got the pick anyways. It was really impressive. Um, the ball was a little under the throne, but I thought it was one of his best plays where he really pushed kind of the button. Um, there's also a great play against Cincinnati in 21 where he kind of fights through three guys, uh, tight ends. They're trying to pick play him, and he just kind of runs over the top because he had realized it. So pre-snap, he's supposed to be inside leverage. He lines up outside. They hit the the kind of screen play out there. They were thinking they were going to get a lot of yards, and he just bams T. Higgins down low. I, I mean, he is really good. I don't know if there's a play that just kind of sticks out right away as, okay, that's Cam Sutton play uh, that comes to mind. But those are a few of the plays that kind of I think about. Um, I also think about uh, the Bills game in 2021 um, where they kind of went into Buffalo and upset them and, and won that game. Uh, he had a great play on Stefan Diggs where he was in man coverage off man uh, on a flag route and Diggs cooks him at first. He gets back into the hip pocket though, and comes back and, and makes a great play. It would have been a touchdown saving play. Um, I, I think that's really impressive. And then uh, the other one I can think of against the Bengals week one, he makes an insane play um, on, on, I believe it was Higgins coming up the seam from the slot where he fights back into the ball. You know, he's in outside leverage. They hit it up the seam. He comes back and just reaches out and grabs it. I mean, it was complete ball-hawking ability. Um, So it was – there's a lot of great plays for Cam Sutton that stick out to me. And those are just a few of of a guy you're getting. It's the cerebral nature of it uh, that he loves, and you can see it on his game film all the time. But but I I think what sticks out the most, Nick, is that the first play you went to was a play that – people like Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn will absolutely love about this guy, right? Like absolutely. sniff out the screen, blow somebody up and, and go make a play on the ball. And, and, you know, right, Jeremy, like that, yeah. that, that screams like, Hey, that's why this guy got three right. years, 33 million, 22 guaranteed. You know what? I'll tell you a story that I have about that Buffalo game um, because they were in a position to win that game. And it was fourth and one Sutton was the second corner on the field with Joe Hayden. Um, so they could have had a lot of different guys on. Cam Sutton was like the corner three last year. Um, 2021 he was before he became the corner one this year. So they decided to run a fake flip screen to Devin Singletary and instead hit a fullback belly coming off the kind of wide end. It's kind of trap yeah. with Reggie Gillum. And Sutton sniffed it out and was the only man anywhere near it. Everybody went this way with Singletary. Sutton is one-on-one with Reggie Gillum, who is he has 60, 70 pounds on him, and just mans him. And, and <laughs> I mean, just whacks him. And he just goes back, falls falls down. It's a turnover on downs. It once steals the game. And then post-game, he talked about it. It was on their preseason tape. And that's where he got it. Wow. That's He was the only one that pre-season. sniffed it out. That's where Cam Sutton is most valuable. He's going to see something that no one else on the field sees, and he won them the game because of that play. That's a great story. That might be the play that sticks out the most, uh, just kind of what Cam Sutton is. That's what he is. Man, now now I'm going to do some digging and find that play because that sounds awesome. 
Um, I could talk to you about Cameron Sutton forever, especially with all the awesome information you're giving me. Um, I'm going to, I got two more for you. Um, one, since you've been giving us a great, a lot of great on-field stories, do you have any good off-field stories about Cam Sutton? Yeah, um, this, uh, this summer it was OTAs and Cam Sutton came, it was the last day of OTAs and Cam Sutton looked, uh, just dead. And by that, I mean, he was tired. You could tell, well, it turns out this man had, had, a had a child recently. I think he has two or three kids now. Um, and he was just talking about how much love he has for them and, and how much hard work. He said he basically came to practice for OTAs on two hours, sometimes no sleep. I mean, to do what he does doing that, I think that was a great, great one. And I just talked to him. I mean, locker room availability had been over for 15 minutes and he just kind of waved people off. He wanted to keep having this conversation about his personal life. Mm-hmm. He could have it was the last day of OTA, so he could have gone home. It, yeah. he, he had a month off. He had a month off and he just kept talking about kind of how his family life is and, and how you know he looks forward to that every day and, and how tired he was. I think over the month he said his he had gotten less than like a hundred hours of sleep. It was insane. Um <laughs> It was crazy how little sleep that man had gotten uh, throughout kind of OTAs and that whole schedule. Um, Another one that I I really think about was the one time I remember him actually getting vocal in front of uh, the team. Mm. Um, It's kind of on the field, kind of off the field, but the Steelers were really reeling, of course, early in this year. And then they had that great kind of second stretch where they ended up nine and eight. Well, it was after their loss to the Eagles before the bye week and a lot of the guys were, you know, celebrating still on the field. They were dancing after they were, they were blown out. And Ken Sutton didn't like it. And we could hear from outside the media room him just grilling into him. I don't think I'd ever heard Ken Sutton yell. And I still haven't heard him yell since that. Um, but he just grilled into them about this business, you know, how fortunate you are. You know, he, he's a guy that comes from humble beginnings. And so he really doesn't forget about his roots. Um, and he just tore into them about you know oh this is a privilege of playing football and and this is you know all this it it showed his leadership to me um and he's willing to get outside his comfort zone when you when he needs to um i think that's always been something about cam sutton that has really um drawn me to him as a player as a person um he's one of my favorite players to cover i'm going to be very sad i'm not going to be able to just go up to him on a random wednesday because i usually every wednesday i would always go talk to cam sutton Um, just because I could get the intel on the opponent, the game, film, study, whatever I wanted every day, every week from him. And and so every time you you talk to him, you kind of get what he he gets. And and I remember he said uh, in the story, the Peter King story, you know, he talked about how this was life changing money. And and I think that's really kind of indicative of the type of guy that Cam Sutton is. Um, It really is life changing money for him. And so he he kind of realizes where he's at, and he's, he's a great family person. You see that he's always around the community helping. Um, there are so many stories of him going to Children's Hospital, for example, during the off hours, unannounced outside of Steelers, like sanctioned right. ones, where he just goes there and, uh-huh. and to cheer people up. So Cam Sutton does a ton of stuff off the field. You, you gotta you gotta love Cam Sutton and what he does off the field. You gotta love Sam Cam Sutton the person, one hundred percent. All right, last one. I I don't I don't know if you're uh, the kind of person that hates grading things or or, or is down with it, but I, I, I from your perspective, what grade do you give the Lions move here? I think it's an A minus. I think okay. it's a good, solid signing for them. I, I think they get a really good cornerstone on this the secondary for three years. Again, 
I don't know if he's a corner one, but he's not getting paid corner one money. Uh, really, if you look at the the money where he's getting it, uh, this is about corner two money right now in the NFL. I think he's getting paid like one, and he's a versatile chess piece that you, you're going to have the ability to, to do whatever you want with him. Uh, he is versatile. He's able to do it. Um, and, and so I really like the signing for him. I think they needed some stability in the secondary. Uh, there are some talented players in that secondary for sure. But I think Sutton just gives them a level of consistency. Um, and I think that maybe that's what they were looking for. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you're, you just know what you're going to get every yeah. Sunday from Cam Sutton. You're going to get good level play. And some days he'll be spectacular. And that I think that's kind of where you have it with Cam. Uh, he's a really solid player. The the price isn't outrageous. You didn't like soup. You know, you didn't overpay for him. You paid, quite honestly, I think, very good value for him. Um, so I think this is a really good signing for them. He's not going to be a corner one if that's what they're expecting. I think they're going to be a little disappointed. He's going to get beat every now and then. I mean, that is something. He does get beat. He's just not athletic enough. If you if you put him against some guys like Tyreek Hill, for example, don't expect him to cover Tyreek Hill. Don't right. don't expect him to do that. Um, don't expect him to cover. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what yeah, I, mean? Right? I mean. Yeah, just just don't expect it. But if yeah. you expect him to to cover, you know, some other receivers that maybe try and and get physical with them a little bit or, or try to knock him around. He can do it. Um, he can do it. He did it with T Higgins. He was their one true answer to T Higgins. Um, and that's kind of what I look at. He can cover taller receivers. Um, he can do a lot of different things. So Cam Sutton's a really good signing for the Lions. I think they'll be very happy with what they what they got here in Cam Sutton, both on the field and off the field. Well, Nick, I uh, really do appreciate your insight. I, I think you got Lions fans even more excited for a signing that they were already pretty filled, thrilled about. So uh, as as a, uh, a, a a repayment for, for your knowledge, uh, I'll give you the floor here to uh, promote whatever you guys have uh, going on at your website, where people can find you, what sort of things they might be interested in, in reading. Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at FB. obviously in full NFL draft mode, NFL free agency, um, head up to Penn State Pro Day tomorrow. So nice. if you're uh if you are a uh slobber for Joey Porter Jr. content, that's coming down the line. Okay. Uh, I'm telling you, Joey Porter Jr. to the Steelers is uh appearing quite likely, but that's over at SteelersNow.com. All the best Steelers stuff over there, film studies, um, features, whatever you may want, I write it all. So feel free to check it out over there. All right. Uh, appreciate your time, Nick Faribault. It was uh, great information. We might have to hit you up again in case, uh, you know, Lions and Steelers meet in the Super Bowl. I think we can all just expect that to happen at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's going to happen, right? Mike T versus Dan Campbell actually could be the best interview off uh, ever in the Super Bowl. That's quite honest with you. I'm with you 100 percent. All right, Nick. Uh, thanks again for having us or for for joining us. Uh, and, and thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be doing all of the Lions big free agent signings in a full series. So this was just the first, a great one to kick it off and we'll have more coming your way. But until next time, it's chaos. Be kind.